Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Shore Store. I'm still Justine, and joining me once again today is Erica from Surreality Podcast. Hello, Erica. Sick of me yet? Hell no. <laughs> I keep coming no, back happy for to more. Be here. That's right. That's right. That That's how I get you. <laughs> we've tackled Teen Mom. We've tackled Jersey Shore, and now it's time to do Floribama Shore. But before we get into that, let's discuss... The fact that friggin' Janelle Evans, we're recording this on Monday. Tomorrow night, she will mm-hmm. be on our TV screens yet again. Once again, holy shit. And I actually haven't even seen the preview yet, but Justine let me know what's about to go down. And Janelle's gonna be there. Like, we're gonna hear her talk about her life. And oh, I cannot wait to get home from work tomorrow. The preview clip is them at Brianna's. Um, I won the lawsuit over Kale Party and Brianna, Shay, and Jade um, greet Janelle at the door right off the bat. It's like, you know, Jade and I don't have any beef because la- this past episode, they kind of teased the beef with them. But Jade's like, I don't care if you don't care, whatever. And Jade is straightening <laughs> Janelle's hair for her. And Janelle I was shocked at what she said right off the bat. She goes, you know, me and David haven't been getting along. And then she says, it's no surprise to anybody that he doesn't have a job. And she just says that being the breadwinner of the massive family that they have has been extremely (laughs) stressful, which obviously, because it's not like she's getting half a million dollars a year for, for a long time now from teen mom. She hasn't. So, um, and you know, every time she starts like a, you know, tries to promote something on Instagram, it gets shut down like immediately, right? Like yeah. companies will immediately drop her from mm-hmm. the crazy fans out there. Exactly. She's not Chelsea who has like this odd little fan base and gets so many endorsement deals and stuff. Like complete opposite of Chelsea literally hustling at this point <laughs> with her OnlyFans account. Um so I was just shocked to see that because, you know, I'm just surprised that she came on the screen and right off the bat was going at David I thought she would be like me and David have never been more in love trying to make it seem like her being off the show is the best thing oh gosh I can't wait I can't wait to watch Brianna straighten Janelle's hair that's already straight a la Sammy sweetheart (laughs) your hair's already straight the only thing that needs to be straightened out is her brain You also had some Mike news, I saw. Yeah, so Mike did Joey's, uh, Snooki's best friend Joey, his Barstool Sports podcast that he has. Mike was on that. Um, I just saw the clips on TikTok. I didn't listen to the whole thing, but I probably will at some point tomorrow. Um, Mike was saying that his autobiography should be out by the end of the year, which is so exciting for me because he said that when he went to prison, he was starting to write a book and it's been a while since he's been out now. So I've kind of been like, where's that book at? Um, so I'm excited for it. Uh, I would read it. I love an autobiography. Those are pretty much the only books I actually do enjoy. Um, I love autobiographies. Jenna Jameson's is really good. Holly Madison's. I have RuPaul's upstairs, like on my dresser, (laughs) like a Bible or something. Uh, No, I would read it then. I recommended Jeanette McCurdy's to you, and I also recommended Lamar Odom's to you as well. That's right. Oh, I gotta, gotta do that. I gotta write that down. Um, So yeah, I'm excited because he will be the, not the first cast member to write a book. You know, Mike's actually written a book before. It's behind me. 
It's called. Of course it is. It's called like how to GTL or something like that. I don't know. Um, but yeah, you know, they've all written stupid books like that. Snooki wrote a book about having a baby and going from a party mom to that. But this will be the first like real life like real shit in there you know so I really hope he doesn't hold back I hope he spills some behind the scenes tea yeah Mm -hmm. talking about the Shore universe I I forgot to bring this up when we did the Jersey Shore episode do you remember when JWoww had her clothing line yes she had one like wallet hat was happening yeah hers was like what filthy couture or something and then and then Polly's was dirty couture Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Something like that, yeah. I didn't know he had his, but I can already imagine exactly what it looked like. You know what I mean? His, you can actually, once I describe to you the design, you'll be like, oh, yeah, that's in every single episode. It's that star, and he has the star tattooed on his elbow, and then that uh-huh. Vanessa Stalker girl has the same tattoo oh, as God. well. I admire that commitment. I love that. <laughs> if you're going to do it, you got to go all the way. I actually, back in the day, owned one of JWoww's bikinis because she had oh, these bikinis that yeah, you could take. Yeah, the lingerie ones. You could take not even the just the straps off of it and make it strapless, but you could take the back off of it, too, for tanning. And the front two pieces would sure. just, like, stick to you so that you'd have no tan lines except for, like, around your nipples, pretty much. That's smart. Yeah, I love it. Was it popular? Did people actually buy it? I remember seeing pictures from, like, her, you know, fashion show or whatever, but I didn't buy one. I ain't wearing a bikini. <laughs> I mean, I had one when I was, like, 21. Who knows what the hell happened to that now? I mean, not that it would be able to fit me anymore, but yeah. Um Let's talk about Floribama, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this was a uh, whew, lot to talk about in this one. What is your history with Floribama? What have you seen of it before this? So I have like Floribama amnesia or something. Because every time I see a clip or watch an episode, I'm like, I've seen this before. I know I have. But I feel I just feel like I haven't seen that much of it, but I must have binged it at one point in time. Um, also, I feel like Floribama show premiered like two years ago. When did it premiere? Like six? 2017 was season that one. That is crazy to me. So I think they did what... Or did they film it in the winter? It's so hard to say because it's in Florida. There's no seasons there. Um, but I know I haven't seen the one in the winter. Like the, the cold one. The Montana season. I have not seen that one. That's, I know that That's for, like the yeah. COVID season. The last two okay. seasons were like quote unquote COVID seasons. So the first three seasons are really all you need to see. Got it. <laughs> and you're counting the beginning. The one we're doing today as the first episode of season three, correct? Because it's a two part. It's part two. It's the second part of season two. Because okay, in so season there is three, whole, they're in okay. they're in uh, St. Pete. They're not in Panama City Beach. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Yeah, but no. So it when I was watching this one, I know one hundred percent I've seen it before, um, and I remembered Logan, Courtney's boyfriend, and I remembered the whole pregnancy scare, and I also remembered um, Gator J. So. Yeah, I've seen it, and I really enjoyed watching it, despite the fact that it's actually really depressing, but that's the kind of shit I'm into. I like things to be just a little dark, so. 
Yeah, this it started off on a funny note, kind of, and then it just slowly spiraled into like more and more dark. And, you know, I was explaining to you that on my streaming app, it kind of like morphed into the second episode because I guess when they like premiered it they just premiered it as one giant thing and after just watching this first part I really understand why they did that because the second episode is really like lighthearted compared Mm -hmm. to this you know um but yeah do you just want to jump into it I got on my shore dogs t-shirt which Unfortunately, we didn't get to see shore dogs in this episode, but you know, oh, rocking it! Yeah, we don't see any. Yeah, this episode seems like it happened over the course of like a day. Yeah, it probably did. And uh, Gus the other day was going on like an Instagram live, not Instagram mm-hmm. live, but just doing Instagram stories, uh, uh, answering people's questions about the filming of the show. And he said that season two was the longest they filmed. He said they were filming for like four months straight or something like that. Because towards the end of this season, they go on another trip. They go to Mexico. So at the beginning of the season, they go to New Orleans. They go to Tampa Bay. And they go to Mexico. So, And again, I remembered none of that. But I bet if I were to turn it on, I'd be like, oh, yeah. Uh." Yeah. I don't know what's going on with me in this show. But yeah, no, I enjoyed it. I'd keep watching it for sure. Yeah, it's definitely, I love it. So let's talk about this. Season two, mm-hmm. episode 15, Impubescent Clown. So we get a last season on and we see, you know, the Nilsa Gus thing, Gator J231, Southside God, the Logan and Courtney stuff, and the Jeremiah and Courtney stuff. And then we see it end with the confrontation at No Name Lounge, Logan, you know, being a weirdo with the guys I don't even want to say confronting the guys because just showing up unannounced it's so scary how somebody could be like that and they talk a little bit more about it towards the end of the episode with like the Gus thing but like how he'll go up and be like what's up guys and act like he wants to be friends with them and like Mm -hmm. inviting them out and stuff and then literally just out of nowhere he'll be like let's go and he'll like try to fight them it's like whoa it's yeah it's exactly he's trying to be their friend but also he's trying to intimidate them at the same time but he's just so i don't know i'm guessing he was methed out here that's the vibe i was getting he was just so erratic and paranoid and if anyone hasn't seen it i highly suggest looking up a logan clip of florabama shore because this guy is terrifying he's scary as fuck and like everything he like it was worse than what was shown on the show mm-hmm. which is a lot right there was there were other confrontations that we didn't see and breakdowns from Courtney but ugh. but this episode does show a lot still can you imagine though like I mean have you ever dealt with a guy like this where it's like everywhere you go they follow you I mean it's no. a little bit of a different situation because they're obviously filming a show so he's going to find out where they are easily. It's not like a normal situation. But like, have you ever had a guy like maybe call you too many times that you didn't want to call you or anything like that? I mean, yeah, definitely. I've fractions of, you know, what happened here. But I've definitely had people that just seem to show up. Like at school, I remember people coincidentally, you know, being outside my classroom and stuff, creepos. And then, yeah, my, (laughs) like, 
so in high school, there was this guy towards the, like my senior year and we had one class together and just for the rest of the year, he would show up places I would be, but he, so yes, I guess I kind of have had this happen, but he wasn't intimidating. He wasn't scary to me. It was just all like, I'm, I'm just let him. All I'm picturing right now <laughs> is I know what you did last summer. Like she opens up the note in her classic. I know. And then you just look out and it's this guy like smiling and waving at you. <laughs> and I'm just, oh, God. Get over it. Oh. No. Um, and I had an ex who I had to eventually threaten to, you know, call the cops, call the authorities. And then that was the end of it, luckily. But I've never had someone, you know, threaten me violently or anything like this. So, no. How about you? Um, I had an ex when I was like young I was like 18 and he we lived in different cities but I did have to change my phone number probably like five Mm -hmm. times because of him because he just kept finding my phone number for some reason and men are terrifying that's all I'm gonna say (laughs) yeah tell me about it there's a yeah there's a lot of really creepy situations um you know you never had a guy from the strip club follow you or anything like that I haven't personally, but there's definitely been lots of situations with girls where I'm sure it's it's to the point where it's like this person has to be banned from like every club. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, so Logan's, you know, trying to invite the guys to, you know, f- have for him to buy them shots but he also seems like he's trying to fight with them at the same time. And he tells everyone like, yo, I have a record deal. You don't want to have drinks with me? What is he talking about? Record deal? Well, he thinks he's a rapper because a couple episodes ago... Okay, so there was this episode where all the girls took a road trip to Tampa Bay and the guys stayed back at the house. And while the guys were at the house, Logan dropped off like a big package for Courtney and it had like flowers and in the package mm. he wrote her a rap. And then when the girls like got back to the house, they were all like sitting around reading the rap. And when she's talking to the police officers later in the episode, that's what she's explaining to them like she's like saying the lyrics to it like I want to wear yeah, your okay, skin. That's, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, apparently he's a rapper, so good for him. <laughs> but he's not as good as Joe Rivera. There's no way. Oh, no. Okay, first no, of all, okay. that song that Joe does with V in the video is uh-huh. a banger. <laughs> because because they use, like, the, the song, like, that Drake Alicia Keys song, like, you give me a feeling that I'm Sure, dead. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Good They times. probably copied the music video, too. Oh, I don't remember. But... Good fucking times with that one. Uh um, but yeah, Logan and uh, the boys are just on this patio. Logan like bucks up to Jeremiah and he's like, you ain't shit. That's why you do steroids, bitch. And Jeremiah's <laughs> like, oh, that's cute. <laughs> <laughs> so Logan. Just perfect. Logan pushes Jeremiah and then Gus steps in and does the whole like, you put your hands on him. You put your hands on me, bitch, which I hate when he says that. Kodai steps in, my new best friend, by the way. And I was going to ask Cody's if like, contacted you. Put your hands on him again, bitch. Cody's so funny when he's drunk. Um, So the butts, they all follow me. So shout out to the butts if you guys are listening. Mama butt, papa butt, and Kodai butt. 
and uh, they are diehard like Clemson football fans. And mm-hmm. I saw that they were tailgating, and I commented, "I want to tailgate." And then Cody replied, like literally, like thirty seconds later, and was like, "Y'all, come on!" So <gasps> I'm invited to the tailgate, and I fingers crossed. Honestly, I wanted. I literally want to go. Like, I will fly to South Carolina to tailgate with Cody. Don't threaten me with a good time. I would I would honestly be scared, though, for my own health, because although I can keep up with the best of them, I don't know if I could keep up with Cody. Like, I know for a fact Cody can outdrink me. Really? And you think still to the day he can? Oh, hell yeah. I think... Any of the Floribama kids could outdrink me, really. Maybe not like Jeremiah. Um, I just think that, like, I don't know. There's there's a moment at, the, like, the end of this episode that I think I even made a note of it. And it's just, like, I honestly think the Floribama kids drank way more than the Jersey kids ever did. Yeah, I could see that. Did this crew start younger than the Jersey Shore crew? Or are they about the same? About the same. Other than, like, Mike and Polly and... Okay. I think that the Floribama crew, for the most part, was a little bit older, actually. Oh, okay. I don't know. At, at some point, I did the first episode, and I mentioned all their ages. But, like, I know Kirk mm-hmm. and Cody and Amy are my age, I think. Okay. Okay. Our age. We're the same age. So, yeah. And then yeah, I yeah. think that, like, Gus and Jeremiah are, like three or four years younger okay well i don't think that's necessarily a bad thing then especially if you don't have kids or anything to worry about like 31 is young i am i don't think of myself as old in my 30s personally i think it's kind of annoying when people are you know like ah so old now it's like you potentially have 50 60 more years on this planet like you're already tapping out (laughs) i know and it's so funny when you see like tiktok comments of like young kids commenting on like videos of Megan Fox and stuff like oh my god I can't believe she's 34 she looks so good she's so hot still and it's like what do you think 34 is you know what I mean or this was the best when I went to the concert a couple weeks ago because we stayed overnight the next morning at our hotel we went down to like the the hangout area outside to see if we could find my friend's phone there were these two like young guys there very early 20s like 22 23 so we ended up talking with them for a little bit and my friend who's like six years younger than me I know her from work she looks at them she goes how old do you think she is because all my friends like doing this when we go out the one guy's like I don't know like 22 23 I was like oh first of all I love you second of all no I'm 31 (laughs) And all the guys are like, no way, man. And I'm just thinking, like, what do you think a 31-year-old's supposed to look like? You know what I mean? Do you think I'm supposed to be, like... Shouldn't you be home watching Murder, She Wrote? (laughs) But honestly, to give them credit, though, when I was in my early 20s, I definitely thought, like, 31 is too old to be out partying and, you know. Yeah. No, I'm sure I did, too, but fuck that cheers cheers yeah white wine cheers (laughs) I literally yeah I don't feel I don't know I literally I feel the same way maybe not physically sometimes but I still feel young for sure Mm -hmm. the back is starting to hurt that's all I'm gonna say (laughs) I I just meant for like my hangovers are a lot worse (laughs) that's about well that too (laughs) 
<laughs> that that's been a really hard lesson to learn. Yeah. And there's nothing worse than parenting hungover, I'll tell you that. It really adds to the guilt. So many times I've been like extremely hungover and I remember one time talking to my mom on the phone when I was really hungover and I'm like how do people with kids do this, man? Like, I can't even take care of myself right now. My mom's like, well, if you had a kid, you wouldn't be drinking so much because you'd have to get up the next day. I mean, yeah, there is truth to that. But when you do overdo it, it sucks. Oh, I can't imagine. Ugh. So uh, this fight pretty much starts. Well, okay. So first of all, Courtney comes out and she's like, oh my God, Logan's here. She throws her drink on him. But I think this is funny because she, most of it gets on Jeremiah. And he's just like, <laughs> what? Um, and then, yeah, this fight all just like happens so fast. It turns into yeah. just this like huge brawl so quickly. Uh, there's producers in the middle of it. There's, you know, the bar security, MTV securities there. Logan hops over the patio and runs away. Kirk's reaction was my favorite part because he's like, ha ha ha, he ran away. Uh-huh. I loved that too. And I love the fact that he jumped like jumped out of the party. I thought that was great too. <laughs> I liked how, I liked how he tried to come back. Like what do you possibly think the good in trying to come back to that situation is going to be? Oh, he's out of his mind. He has no idea. He has like five producers like with their arms wrapped around them. Did you notice that? No, I didn't. I know I, I noticed they were been... producers cuz they had like their friggin' like headsets on and shit. Right. I have never been around a situation like this, I don't think. Not to this degree. Like, I've never been around a bar fight like this, you know. I've had my nights where I've been like, yeah, like, you know, I should fight tonight, but I know I would never win in a fight, so. <laughs> Luckily, I know that on the inside, deep down. Um, but no, it's just the amount of times you see this kind of shit happen on these shows is crazy. Wouldn't you get tired? Yeah, th that's one thing about the Floribama crew is like, yes, there was some iconic Jersey Shore fights, but the Floribama crew fought a lot. Like, I don't know if it's uh, a Southern thing, but they got into a lot of brawls at the bar. Okay. Other than Courtney, were there any known drug problems going on in the cast? Mm, no. It, okay. It was. It's not really like any people don't really talk about that like they do with Jersey and even doing all of these rewatches for me it's very apparent that it's alcohol like I really don't think that mm -hmm. there's anything else kind of going on I mean unless you want to count Jeremiah's obvious steroid use <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what you mean he's got like the back knee and everything to like <laughs> he's just puffy he looks puffy you yeah know? he looks good though so you know you could take a pin and poke him and it would just oh <laughs> um uh. so they go back home candace is pissed she's mm -hmm. like i'm tired of this i wanted to have a good night out and now i'm back at the house courtney comes over she tries to apologize and candace is like no no like get your dude under control courtney walks away i fucking hated candace here i thought she was awful um like, I totally understand why she's upset, because I would be too, because this has been happening a lot. But obviously, it's not Courtney's fault. Courtney feels worse than anybody. And mm -hmm. she's supposed to be Courtney's best friend in the house. So um, it, it sucks. And 
you know, I like Candace 90% of the time. And I think 90% of the time she's amazing. But then the 10% where she's like this, she's really bad. There's a couple instances where she gets kind of bitchy. Really? Okay. I was watching it totally feeling where Candace was coming from. If this was a repeat thing, especially if my safety was involved. And it seems like Courtney is aware of the situation and doesn't want it to be happening. It would be a completely different story if she were inviting him out and this kept happening. Like, I would definitely see where Candace was coming from there. And she tells us later, you know, she's dealing with her own stuff with also an abusive relationship. So it does make sense. But I saw where she was coming from here. But you could tell that Courtney was genuinely hurt. I know. It's just the way that she said it to her, like... No, you, mm-hmm. like, got to keep get your dude under control. Like, because Courtney was about to yeah. go up to her and, like, give her a hug and apologize. Like, you could tell. Which yeah. all the guys keep even saying to Courtney, like, stop apologizing. It's not your fault. Like, he's yeah. psycho. All the guys call Court, or um, I'll call um, Candace out being like, dude, that wasn't cool. Yeah. Well, I think also a lot of the guys don't like yeah. Candace to begin with. Like, Gus and Candace get into it on multiple occasions oh that's too bad Jeremiah at least at this point in the show is like him and Gus are like friggin two peas in a pod if one of them's mad the other person has to be too you know um and Candace has I've talked about this before but she's called out the cast for racism before like she did this video and she said that two cast members have called her the n-word and she wouldn't (gasps) say who she insinuated that courtney was one of them and then she said the other person like she'll never say who it is so i always like ask people to guess (laughs) who they think it was who said it um i mean my instinct wants to say a guy Oh, I kind of want to say maybe it was Nilsa, and that's why she won't say it. See, the thing, I don't think Nilsa would say it, though, because... Nil- I don't know, dude. Nilsa is a person of color, I think. Like, I think her mom is brown. Okay. I could be wrong. I just don't know any of their personalities, really, other than that Gus is a firecracker. Like, other than that, I don't know anything about these people outside of the house, so I have no idea. Here's, but I figured her and Nilsa were close. I so. think it was uh, Sonique from Everybody Wants Something who said this one time we did a Floribama. She's like, I don't doubt that any of them would say it. It's just like, who's the most likely to the least likely to say it? Right, right. Uh, yeah. I just feel like if it were one of the guys, other than maybe Kodai, because don't they kind of have a oh a friendship? Kodai. Cody is in love with her. Actually? Yeah, he loves her. That wasn't just like a beard cover-up thing? Okay, so you think he's gay. Everyone who comes on this podcast thinks Cody's gay. Everyone. I hate to I hate to automatically think that, but I mean, give it. Give it. <laughs> what I love about him is that like everyone automatically assumes that he is, but then like once you watch the show throughout, you're like, wait, he's actually really into women. Okay um he's just okay yeah yeah he's uh he's just himself he's just like i would love for him to get like a super hot wife i would love the way for that to end oh for sure 
Well, when they casted All Star Shore, it was rumored that Jeremiah and Candace were going to be on it. And then Candace had a baby recently. Right. So if she got pregnant around the time that they were supposed to film, I understand why she wouldn't go. But, like, why wouldn't they replace her with another cast member? I don't know. Because Amy probably would have gone on, right? And that would have been fun. Yeah, for sure. That would have been really fun to see her on there. Yeah. Hmm. Anyways, I know there was this episode where one of the girls left and then they were like, it's like a cliffhanger, like who's going to be the replacement? And I was like, fingers crossed for Jeremiah. But it was Mike from Lindsay Lohan's Beach Club. <laughs> did you watch that show? Hell yeah, I did. Oh my God, me too. <laughs> Every single one. That was an amazing train wreck. I loved that show. When What's Her Face from The Challenge got fired. Was her name Kaylee? Kayla. Kayla. Yeah. I'm not a I'm not a Kayla fan personally. Oh, I can't stand that girl. Yeah. No, every time she she was just on the past season of um the Challenge All Stars and we were the entire time rooting for her to to go down, man. <sighs> Yeah, But uh, no, that show was great. Every single one. They're like, we have the biggest guest coming. You all need to impress and you need to treat them like royalty. And they show up and it's like, who the fuck is that? Nico, whatever his face is from uh, fucking younger. Yeah. And that was the big one. I I, I didn't know that like, him and uh, Lilo dated, though, because that was the whole thing. They were like, engaged even, right? Yeah, this is Lindsay's ex-man. They're still really good friends. Yeah, it's very, very strange. Um, but that's where her iconic dance came from. Yeah, yes, I'm aware. Hell yeah. I have seen I have seen it a many a times. I think that show was supposed to get a second season because remember the last episode she gave them all tickets to like invite them back to work for her again. And I think it was, and then COVID happened and it just like right. never ended up happening again. But um And now she's engaged to somebody else, right? Yeah, she's somebody that, like, I don't care to follow anymore. Yeah. Like, I like her and stuff, and, like, she's entertaining, but, like, she's not on my everyday radar, you know? Sure. I'm too busy no, that show looking up the Jersey Shore cast and stuff like that, I guess. <laughs> oh, I know. I'm too busy looking up people who are, you know, 30 years past their prime, so I understand. <laughs> um. Yeah. Anyways. So uh, Courtney calls Mama Sharon and she tells her what happened at the bar. And then this was extremely disturbing to me. Sharon tells Courtney that Logan actually called her and threatened her multiple times, told her to Mm -hmm. tell Courtney that every time her and her friends go to a bar, he will show up. That is fucking terrifying. It's so scary. I... I don't think I would have wanted my kid to stay out there in this situation. I'm sure there was contract stuff going on, but I maybe would have wanted to, like, try to stay near the house or something. But this was terrifying. Well, I don't really think it would matter. And they mentioned this in the episode. Courtney lives in Panama City Beach. So even if she went home, the situation would be the same. Like, and probably even worse because the camera crew wouldn't be there. Exactly. At least she has security around her 24-7. But, you know, that that's why it's fucking scary for her because 
when everybody else goes home to like Alabama or Carolina, wherever they're from, like they go home. But Courtney literally lives like down the street from the house. So, uh, yeah, it's just a terrifying situation. So all the roommates are talking about it. They're saying that Logan attacked Jeremiah first. I have no idea what happened here, but for some reason I wrote in my notes, Kirk is so drunk. And um, <laughs> they're playing Younger Now by Miley Cyrus, which I love. And the next morning, Gus is like spraying air freshener at Kodai's feet to wake oh him up. God, I would have, oh my god, I would have been so fucking pissed if I were Cody here. <laughs> well, how that, like, okay, Cody's like, what is that? And Gus is like, cologne. And I'm like, it's literally air freshener. It's like an airwick can. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And it's dripping down Cody's foot. He's, the jet stream is right at the base of his heel. And it's just, oh, you know, that room never didn't smell like that again. Oh, uh, yeah, you're right. But how else are you going to wake Cody up? He seems like somebody that like, well, we know he snores, but he seems like somebody that like would be extremely hard to wake up after a night of uh-huh. partying. No, 100%. And I used to be that person as well. One thing I noticed about Courtney, I definitely remember her looking a lot worse. <clears throat> Excuse me. I think that I must have watched season... I remember season two because I remember her looking like she was on the brink of death. And she could barely even, like, form a sentence. Do you know if she's already, like, not on Xanax anymore here? Or do you know what I'm talking about? Wasn't she, like, completely incoherent in her interviews for part of this show? Mm, Maybe that's, like, season three. Because that's when she leaves is halfway through season three. Oh, okay. And then Maddie from the challenge comes in. Did you know that? Yes, I do. I think I only watched like the first episode she was on but yep i i know maddie maddie is another like whew, that's rough and it sucks a lot of bad duis it sucks though that she had to keep getting duis because they never replaced courtney like in the in the first covid season they did this thing where everyone's friend came over like kirk's girlfriend came over in an episode and they kind of had like guests like friends of but they never officially replaced her as a cast member and I think that they wanted to with Maddie but then MTV just like completely fired her because I guess she's too much of a liability right yeah no her DUIs were brutal dude I don't remember the exact details but I remember at the time being like holy shit dude it's a miracle she's alive I think I've seen the clip of her on the challenge where she's like fighting with another girl and the girl brings it up like go get another DUI and then Maddie has a like talking head where she said that she got drunk she decided to drive and she woke up the next day in the hospital didn't remember anything and then Uh... after they checked her out and she was okay then they took her to jail she woke up again in jail and I'm like I would never drink again if that happened I to know, me. I like, know. That's how I feel. Oh, my God. And, like... That's exactly how I feel. The fucked up thing with DUIs is, like, I truly believe that a lot of people who drive drunk, like, genuinely don't plan on driving drunk. Like, they're just like, oh, I'm just going to have, like, two drinks. And then you get a little drunk. And then you're like, I'm okay to drive. Oh, yeah. Because when you're drunk, you don't... Th- 
ever think you're as drunk as you are. You know what I mean? So it's just a fucked up situation. Ugh. I know of somebody who would constantly drive drunk, you know. She just was someone who could, you know, have six beers and seem fine. You know what I mean? Alcoholic. <laughs> I believe is what that's what they call them. How do you say cucumber? Um and she was driving home from the lake one day, and when the cops pulled her over, her response was, what took you guys so long? <laughs> As I pour my glass of wine that the mic probably picked up. <laughs> um, Jesus Christ. Okay, uh-huh. I've driven, driven, I've driven sure. drunk maybe like three times in my life. I'm not proud of it at all. And I can honestly fucking say that I will never do it again because even though I was, you know, perfectly fine, I didn't hurt anybody or myself, like the guilt that I felt alone just from doing that without hurting anybody, if anything actually did happen, I couldn't imagine. You know what I mean? Oh, I agree. And there's no reason to do it anymore. Like, at this point, we do not have a reason to drink and drive. Exactly. You know? And I have a friend who, she's had a DUI before, you know, who doesn't have a DUI these days. (laughs) And she's had a DUI before, you know, one time we were at work together and she was so drunk that she got sent home from work. And if, if you knew the club I worked at, if you were drunk enough to get sent home, you had to be really fucking drunk because sure, everyone sure. there was drunk. And she drove to work, but she was planning on leaving her car there and picking it up the next day. Uh-huh. She got into her car when they sent her home and the bouncers ran after her and were like, listen, we can't let you drive. If you drive away, we're going to take a picture of your license plate and call the cops on you. So she goes, fuck. And the way that she parked her car, she didn't park it back in a spot. She pulled it up to like the curb of the club. It's like, it's it, I, I can't explain to you how it looks. It's like right a now. meme or something. But she pulled it and she parked it on the side there, ended up calling an Uber and going home. The next day... She got her mom to drive her back to pick up her car and her car was on an angle on the side like that. And she's like, I have no idea why it was. And I had to like everyone had to tell her like, babe, that's what that's what you did. That's how you parked it when you left. (laughs) And she just didn't remember. And that's so fucking scary that she's about to drive home. And um, yeah, you know, I have friends who drive drunk all the time and I hate I get so mad at them. It's not cool. I have one time in my head that I remember where I did, and it was like, it was in my college town, so it was literally like a block. Well, it was, I would have walked if it was only a block, but it was a few, I don't know, it was a straight shot, but no, that was, I was probably 21, 22 there, and not proud of it either. But no, there's just no reason, and people still do it constantly yeah because like i said i feel like a lot of people genuinely in their minds are like i'm fine i can do it right and it's his third dui yeah i just it's and it you know it makes me scared to drive sober at night because i'm like thinking about how many friggin' drunks are on the road not even at night like in the daytime too like please any time of day 100 percent Uh, So speaking of driving drunk, uh, the boys decide to go run their boy errands. They're going to go get a haircut and they get Cody to drive. Um, And 
you know, I'm I'm just assuming that out of all of these guys, Cody is the last person that I would personally ask to drive the morning after a night of drinking because he's the one that I would assume would still be drunk from the night before. <laughs> <laughs> and he reeks like Febreze. Yeah, I could just, I don't know, maybe because there's so many moments of Cody in my head where he wakes up and just cracks a beer first thing in the morning because oh, he just yeah. like doesn't want to get hung over, which like no judgment. I've been there before, but uh, it's very weird to see him drive first thing in the morning. I feel like I'd be asking Jeremiah, like he doesn't seem like he gets too hung over because he's like super into the gym, you know? And he'll just do it. He seems like the person who will just, you know, it's fine. It's fine. I'll do it. Yeah. So. Yeah, they do their GTL errands. Yeah. Uh, except they don't GTL. What do they do in Florabama instead of GTL? Right. They definitely well, they're G. They're like the fade. The haircut. They like gym and then they day drink. <laughs> <laughs> so basically what you do. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, it's like, I'm just going to lift nice. these weights, but just like not build any muscle because, you know, I'm just drinking. Does it ruin wine. it? I don't, I only work or I don't even work out. I just drink. So I, <laughs> uh, I wouldn't even know. They do say that alcohol does kill your gains because it like dehydrates oh, you. So there's like so many different reasons, you know, like you don't have as much energy to work out the next day. You don't eat properly when you drink, like stuff like that. Does the barbershop that they're at, is this one that you see them at, you know, constantly? Or is it just a random barbershop they went to that day? This is the only scene that I remember of them in the barbershop. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So they're getting their haircuts. Next thing you know, Logan walks in, like, out of the fucking blue from, like, the back door. The back! He goes up to Jeremiah because it's like Cody and Gus are the ones that are actually getting their haircuts in the chair and Jeremiah and Kirk are in like the waiting area and he walks up and he's like, y'all apologize for jumping me. I'm VIP, bro. This is my city. And then he like all of a sudden he's like, no, no, we're cool, though. Right. And like goes to shake <laughs> Jeremiah's hand and Jeremiah goes, no, thanks. I'll wipe my hand with that ass before I shake it. Logan goes, this is the 850, bro. You're a tourist, and my barber's gonna fuck your shit up. And then he, like, slams the door as he walks out. It's just like... He, like, he basically just opens the door with his body, like, slamming into it and leaves. It's so crazy. It's scary, somebody like this. Like just fully erratic behavior. Like, I've met a few dudes like this working at the club where, like, they'll be so nice to you, but then they'll they'll act exactly like this where they'll just like say some rude ass shit and then just like go back to acting normal and then be like erratic right after it's really scary because it's like something about the unpredictability of it all you know a hundred percent he it's it's the droogs it's all of the droogs that's what i wrote in my notes is logan is on all of the drugs all <laughs> of the fucking drugs so <sighs> The boys come home from this. They tell the girls what happened. Kirk is, like, laughing about it. I mean, obviously, it is funny because Kirk's not afraid of anyone. He's from Atlanta. I don't know if you knew that. Um, I do not. There's Every time, like, Kirk would get in a fight with somebody, he'd go, I'm from Atlanta, bro. Oh, <laughs> I'm not afraid of you. I hate when people you. do that. 
there's a there's a girl on uh, she's been on Housewives of Atlanta this past two seasons, Drew, and that's what she does when she gets angry. She's like, I'm from Chicago. <laughs> it's like, okay, bitch, I'm from Chicago. That's a Drag Race reference, which also happened during a fight. And there's this girl named Jasmine who used to be on the challenge. I remember her one time saying like, "Don't mess with me. I'm from Houston." And to the day, I'm like, "Is Houston hard?" Uh, I mean, any city could be hard if you like. Well, you've never heard anyone say once, I'm from Minneapolis. I'll tell you that much. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever heard that once, Justine? Can't say I have, but my favorite like quote from all that is DMX, uh, rest in peace. Uh-huh. And he's doing this interview and he's talking about how much he hates Drake. And he's like, I ain't never met no gangsta from Toronto. <laughs> I was going to say, do you, have you ever heard, bitch, I'm from Toronto before? <laughs> I mean, to be fair, though, there is a lot of, like, gang violence in Toronto. That's like... Really? Yeah. Like, there's, there's uh, you know, there are some rough areas and some fucked up things happening. So like the Rolling Loud Festival was just this past weekend. And, um, you know, everyone was like making jokes like, oh, there's definitely going to be a shooting there. And I guess there was a shooting on the Saturday. Ooh. It was like a targeted shooting. It wasn't like a mass shooting or anything. And nobody died. Like every, every, uh-huh. everybody's OK. But it's still really fucking scary. Wow, gun stuff in Canada. Yeah. I am floored. Canada's not exempt from that. I mean, we don't have, you know, knock on wood, we like mass shootings and stuff like that. Like definitely aren't a thing here. But um targeted gang violence and stuff like that, like definitely is. I truly love how much I learn about Canada with you because I consider you guys my neighbors here in Minnesota. Like, oh, it's just right there. Like I go ice fishing and I can see you guys. but the differences it just it gets me every time I love it so much Uh, well I feel like Midwest and Canada is like the same thing right like we all say pop you know oh yeah we have similar accents what do you call one of these a hair tie okay a hair tie so we call them hair binders here in Minnesota (laughs) and (laughs) excuse me (laughs) so when i was in california at makeup school i was asking everyone from it for a hair binder no one answered me and i just thought everyone was ignoring me i'm like all right fuck my drag and then my instructor who coincidentally is also from minnesota was just dying laughing and she's like girl no one calls them those except for us I've never heard that in my life. Hair binder. I would think a hair binder would be more like a clip. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, it's when the guys are out that Candace and Courtney kind of make up, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, well, first of all, the guys come in. They're telling them what happened. Kirk's laughing about it. Courtney's face is just, like, devastated. Like, the look on her face just, like describes this entire episode it's just like dark and bleak but Courtney's like crying saying she's ruining everything she feels bad for Logan because she says there's something wrong with him and all the roommates are like yeah there is something wrong with him clearly Amy keeps telling her to press a restraining order on him Courtney says this thing here where she says she feels bad for him because she was rejected by her ex she kept begging him to be with her and he kept rejecting her and she knows how that feels. Um, so she feels like bad doing that 
to Logan. However, the roommates still convince her to get a restraining order. And yeah. So then after that scene is when we see Courtney calling the police to file the restraining order. They come to the house. Um, but Candace then apologizes to her for how she acted. And yeah. I'm glad she got a restraining order. I completely understand where people would be afraid to get a restraining order. Because I would be really worried that would make the situation worse. Like, who's to say that Logan doesn't know other people that would stalk Courtney on his behalf? Well, with Courtney, it did make the situation worse because he broke the restraining order multiple times. He got arrested for still trying to contact her. Jesus Christ. I know. Why? Like, no offense, but why? Why Courtney? I follow Logan on Instagram, by the way. (laughs) I looked at his Instagram. I wanted to see what they've been up to, and he... His bio literally says misunderstood or something. No, it's paying back my debt to society and the date. I think it's 2024. Yeah. Whoa. Okay. Last time I looked at it. Check my work, bitch. Check my work. It said something like uh, I'm misunderstood or something. Was it, were the O's like zeros in misunderstood? Uh, Probably. Yeah. Okay, good. Oh my god. Guys, when we're recording this, the friggin' Oscars are- not the Oscars, goddammit. Uh, the Emmys are on, so there's- I just have like a hundred mistacks from the group chat because they're all getting lit Sorry, watching the Emmys and, you know, there's no way I could sit through an award show like that. I'm not even gonna pretend like I could. <laughs> I just, you know, I care about my euphoria gals and- the few men that are up and i just want them Mm -hmm. to win and that's what i said let me know if euphoria wins um okay so where are we candace apologizes to courtney kirk and cody have this like talk here and like they're saying how hearing her talk about her ex and how she was like begging for him back like broke their heart and they want to like make her realize all of the girls in the house but especially Courtney they want to make her realize like you need to go for nice guys like good guys you need to like love yourself and be with a guy that like loves you because that's like a clearly a reoccurring theme with the girls in this house have any of the I guess Candace is going through it right now and then Nilsa was married and was he an asshole was that the excuse me was that the backstory of that? Yeah. Why didn't the marriage work? Okay. So she got married at like 21 or something crazy. Ugh. And he was like a barrel-chested freedom fighter, as she calls them. And he basically cheated on her when he was deployed, aka hobby style. Uh, and then, yeah, there she yeah he basically just like cheated on her all the time. So they got divorced. And then... Um, and then she liked Jeremiah's brother who came to the house and he was like acting like he was going to take her on a date. And then she started talking about her ex-husband and then he's like, "Never mind, I don't want to go on the date. And she's like, what? And he's like, oh, you're clearly not over your ex. So I don't want to take you on a date. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. And then, you know, Gus liked her in the first season, but she was into Jeremiah and Jeremiah's brother. And then she came into the house in the second season and she tried to get with Gus and Gus was like, I don't want a relationship anymore. Like, 
I'm famous now. You know what I mean? Like I'm going to get with girls. However, Gus recently on his Instagram claimed that that's all fake and he never had a crush on Nilsa and that the producers told him to take her out. So who knows? Yeah, yeah. They needed one. Without that, I mean, would there have been any other romance story in the house? I guess there's kind of one going on with Courtney and Jeremiah right now, but to me that doesn't seem legit. I think... Courtney likes him and I don't even sure. think that she actually liked him I think that it's one of those things where she's like so vulnerable and he's like the one that's there for her been there I was always so fucking boy crazy in like high school and college like I was just obsessed with the idea of someone liking me it's a terrible way to think if there's any lo- young ladies out there listening oh don't do that honestly same <laughs> like if I could you know, I always see these videos of like girls in their 30s on TikTok being like, I'm 30, whatever. And this is what I would tell my 20 year old self. And I honestly feel like I should make one of those videos because that's one thing I would literally tell myself, like, don't ever even give any fucking guy the time of day. Like, oh, yeah, do not waste a second on fucking dick because it's not worth it. Like, <laughs> And honestly, it's, I literally could hate myself if I think about all the time I've like wasted on guys that didn't even like Uh, me. Like we've all done that. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. No, I told myself to stay the same and to stop being so fucking insecure because I was cute. Like, you know, isn't that the worst? Looking back at your pictures when you're 17, 18 and being like, girlfriend, you're adorable. Mm hmm. Knock that shit off. Yep, exactly. That's one thing that, like, yeah, I would definitely change. Chasing boys and also chasing friends. I feel like I was the type of person that was, like, wanted everybody to be my friend. And, like, if somebody didn't like me, I would take it so personally. And, like, you know, I needed everybody to like me. And now I'm just like, why? Like, the less people in your life, the better. You know what I mean? Yes, why did 100%. I why did I need all of these friends the people who are naturally supposed to like me will come into my life you know yes uh, but those experiences made us who we are today very true even though I fucking so- hate it I wish I just you know had this knowledge <laughs> my well, life yeah but fuck that my life would have been a little bit um yeah we get the scene of the police showing up to the house Courtney's giving her statement um a moment that I found interesting when she told the cops his name they all just like started laughing yeah not even they... laughing like though I think the one started laughing and the other one like looked down and just like put his hand over his face and shame like he's oh, the fuck. meme or he's the emoji of the hand mm. over the face yep that's one of my faves he's definitely that emoji <laughs> but now they they know her they uh they've ran into Logan before yeah, which is terrifying as fuck. Like, when you're telling the police why you need a restraining order and you give them the name and they're all just like, <sighs> it's like, that. that's not a good sign. Yeah, We got it. We say no more. We understand. It's usually like that, though. I mean, that's usually how the world works. Like, you know. I love her. I love how when she's giving this statement to the police, this very serious situation, the rest of the cast are inside, saging the house, 
<laughs> probably improperly and also like ripping shots oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> like hell yeah i liked when candace was like i have this bible i stole it from the hotel in new orleans <laughs> <laughs> There's, like, pages missing from them rolling blunts or something. Rolling joints, I mean. Yeah. She clearly, like, isn't even reading out of it. She just, like, has it open on a random page. She's like, Lord Jesus! Like, throwing her sage around the room. It's like... Yes. (laughs) They're funny. There's, um... There's this moment in season one because Jeremiah likes this girl, Kayla Joe, and she comes to the house quite frequently. And Nilsa is extremely jealous of her because in the first yes. season, Nilsa keeps trying to have sex with Jeremiah and he's just turning her down. He just could not care less. And uh, Kayla Joe tells them that she's a Wiccan and that she pra- practices witchcraft. And the way she says it isn't even in, like, a weird way. She's just like, I'm a spiritual person. Like, I know it's, like, she's very just, like, chill about it. But then Nilsa is just like, hell no. And she, like, grabs this Jesus candle. And she's like, we need Jesus. Again, unlocking all of the memories for me. I've seen this. I know what you're talking about. Kayla Joe's another one. I think she was 29 in season one. And Nilsa was like, when I'm 29 years old, if I'm still partying and like trying to get with guys, then somebody kill me. And I'm just like, oh, so cringy. The Jersey Shore cast are like, hold my drink. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it's fucked up how Polly started Jersey Shore when he was 29. I know, but it also gives me hope at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Like, if Polly could do it, maybe I could do it, too. Maybe someone's looking for a, you know, 31-year-old mom <laughs> who likes Trulies. You never know. <laughs> um, okay, so the cops explain to Courtney that she has to go to the police station and get an actual report. She asks the roommates... She says she needs a witness, so she's asking the roommates. Jeremiah volunteers to go with her. This is where Mama Sharon shows up at the house because she's obviously coming with them. And she tells the roommates that Logan was banging on Raina's door. So Raina is Courtney's best friend, who is also Logan's roommate. Oh, I missed that. Okay, that's... There uh... was an episode uh, in the first part of the season where Mm -hmm. Courtney and Candace like have lunch with Raina and Mama Sharon and they like all discuss okay. Logan. Got it. Oh, I missed that, but No, I'm glad that her mom came out for this and um Yeah, they go to do that and what do the cast do while they're out doing that? I can't remember. Okay, well, oh, let let's get to what she oh. said because this is fucking crazy. She says that Logan was banging on Raina's door the night before he was running around with no shoes on and that oh, and that tr- right, that triggered right. me um the no shoes thing she says that they called the cops on him the cops came he was like resisting the cops had to tase him and That's they arrested right. him but he already got out which is also fucking terrifying so um after she tells the roommates like how actual serious it is that's when they go to the police department no that is terrifying and he's just out there you know walking around all charged up from being tased oh i I can't believe i forgot about that i don't have any notes about it i was probably just like staring at the tv with my mouth open (laughs) (laughs) 
No, honestly, anytime anyone comes on my podcast, like you don't need notes. Like <laughs> no one ever needs notes. I got you, you. You just have to like watch the episode. You know what I mean? Um, oh. But yeah, it it when she said that he had no shoes on, it really triggered me because my cousin who was a year older than me this was maybe like four years ago now it was definitely before covid he passed away and he had like severe mental illness my entire life like as long as i can remember he lived with my grandma and you know back in the day like mental illnesses and going to therapy and getting treatment and stuff like that like wasn't a thing you know what i mean like the older generation it wasn't ever talked about the way it is today you know which is a great thing Mm -hmm. but yeah he just you know both of his parents had severe mental illnesses and stuff he suffered really hard so on the night of his passing he got into a fight with his dad my uncle who also very like severely mentally ill haven't seen him in years and years and years Mm -hmm. and I guess that it was middle of winter it was like a couple days before Christmas I want to say it was like December freezing cold he is the season he left the house without any shoes or socks on and i guess my uncle was like yelling at him like at least you know wear shoes and he just like stormed off without shoes and anyways they found him passed away like on the side <gasps> of the street like he just like froze to death in the middle of the night oh my God. um so when they said like logan had no shoes on i was just like like, I know they're in Florida and, like, it's not the same thing, but it was still just, like... <laughs> He's just walking along the beach. He's fine. <laughs> oh, that is such... Oh. Yeah, it's... it's uh Man, men- really mental up. illness is truly... Or, sorry, not mental illness. Mental health is truly, like, the number one thing. And I know that, like, everybody in the world says that, but, like... It is very true. You gotta take care of how you're feeling first before anything. Absolutely. Again, something I wish I would have known when I, known when I was twenty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Going back to the uh, loving yourself thing. Yeah. Um, well, Gus certainly isn't holding his darkness in. So yeah. That's good. So I gotta pour another wine for before I talk about this because for this, this one, is also really dark. Is this still your um, Buffalo Bills wine? No, I finished that. Oh, that's right. It broke, right? No, 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 no. That wasn't that one. So I bought it the same day that I bought that wine. But um, the Bill's wine was just like a regular size bottle, like the bottle I have here. Sure. Um, So I drank like half of it when we were recording that day. And then I drank the rest i feel like i drank it during the game i don't know i drank at some point every time i have like a half open bottle of wine i never let it sit for more than a couple days because i feel like the taste starts to like it starts to taste gross like i feel like once you open a bottle of wine you just have to finish it within like 48 hours to me it like seems like it gets flat and i know that's not the thing no it does though it's like flat pop it's like the equivalent of that uh huh. Especially with like a Riesling or like a Pinot Gris. Yeah. It like dies totally. Yeah. I know what you're saying. On season two of Surreal Life, they kept giving Trishel shit because she could finish off a whole bottle of wine by herself. And it's like, well, if it's a regular size bottle, is that that bad? Like, it's like three glasses. Exactly. It's like I I buy the big bottles of like barefoot whatever, and 
you know, it gets me through a weekend. Mm-hmm. And if that was a regular size, no problem. Oh, I like have how much I can drink in a night before I feel shitty, like down to a science. And if I drink one of like the regular size bottles and like even if I want to throw a White Claw or two on top of that, like I'll be good. But if yeah. I try to if it's always when I buy the big bottles because I just keep go like the big I can I'll drink half a big bottle and be hungover. Yeah, especially the shit we drink. Oh, yeah, because but we ain't driving. So who gives a shit? <laughs> so, yeah, I was saying how on my Vanderpump Rules episode I had to take a sip before I talked about Jax telling Sandoval, his best friend, (laughs) the details of how he banged his girlfriend on their couch outside of his bedroom door while he was sleeping. While Drive was on. While Drive was on. (laughs) And I'm going to have to take a sip of my drink before I talk about Gus telling about his family life. And, you know, the Vanderpump stuff disturbed me a little bit more, but uh you know every time Gus gets emotional it's always just like it's just a level of darkness to it that you have a soft spot for Gus it's not that I have a soft spot for him it's just that like when I rewatch these early seasons I know where things are heading with him between like his relationship with cast and production and stuff like that so uh it's kind of difficult to watch like when he was doing his Instagram thing he was saying how he like regrets opening up about all of this and that production manipulated him into telling his story and he didn't want to and it's like yeah that's all reality stars but there's something about there's something just sad about somebody that gets into reality tv because because they think it's good like, you know what I mean? Like somebody not realizing they're being manipulated until it's too late, if that makes sense. Totally. No, I agree. I feel like there's people on um, the challenge that's happened to a lot, actually, because, you know, when they usually the people from the challenge at least used to be like from the real world. So it'd be like a one season off thing. And then they go on the challenge thinking they're going to start off this whole career and it just they make it one season and it wasn't a good situation for them and usually those people have like the saddest stories post reality tv career like there's people who are homeless and shit and then other mtv ex-cast members will be like mtv are you just not gonna fucking vouch or help any of the people that who have worked for you that's dark yeah yeah it's like you could pay for these people to go to rehab or you know there's a guy, there's two different people I can think of right now from the challenge who are like wandering the streets, you know, homeless and on drugs and mentally ill. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. You'd think that with that kind of connection, they would at least have like a warm bed. It's ridiculous. That's fucked up. But yeah. it's, it's, I don't even think it's just MTV. I think it's just reality TV in general. Like I'm sure... There's girls who were on, like, Flavor of Love and stuff who aren't doing good or, like, Rock of Love, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, of course. You know? it. Uh, yeah, reality TV is very dark. But here we are talking about it and participating in the madness. And uh, <laughs> I wouldn't change it for the world. No. So <laughs> there's this moment of Kirk basically telling Gus, he's like, you opened up to us. Now you got to open up to the girls. Um, because... As I was telling you, the the trip where the girls went to Tampa Bay and the guys stayed back, that's when uh, Gus told them this exact story about his life. Um, so there's 
we get a flashback of Amy being like, you cry all the time, you weak bitch. <laughs> when they're in New Orleans before she punches him in the face. Oh, that's a great episode. But Gus uh, tells them, you guys see how Logan's like switches his personality really quick. Like how one minute he's like nice and the next minute he's crazy. And Gus says his mom is the exact same way, which is terrifying. And he tells them the story we already heard, which is that he walked in on his mom having an affair. He told his dad about it. His dad ended up leaving them. He had to take care of his younger siblings. He had to be the man at the house. He was only 17. His dad ended up coming back and he confronted his dad. They got into a physical fight. His dad kicked him out. And yeah. Super fucked up, and he said that the worst thing about getting kicked out wasn't that he was homeless, it was because he wasn't there to watch over his siblings. His either two or three, I can't remember if he said he's the oldest of three or he has three siblings. Yeah, I think he's the oldest, because he, we've met his, yeah, we met both of his siblings on the show, because his- Okay, so there's three total, okay. His brother's, like, in his early 20s, and he's, like, married with a baby already. Like, it's crazy. And um, his sister, like, threatened to beat up Candace- in one of the seasons on the show yeah because she like called the house or something oh i remember what happened it was when they were in montana and gus ended up running away from the house and he was like running and it was such a good episode because the i've seen the clip the producer's (laughs) like he's sprinting dude he's sprinting and you just see gus running and then all of a sudden his mic like you can hear him like breathing but then his mic gives out because he's like so far away or whatever And then they're just like, where the fuck is he? And everyone's like driving around trying to find him. It's crazy. And then uh, Gus's sister calls and she's like, if something happened to my brother because of you, because it started with like him and Candace getting in a fight and she's like, I'll kick your ass. And Candace is like, first of all, you couldn't kick my ass. Second of all, (laughs) don't call here and threaten me. Do we ever see her, his sister? Yeah, she does come to the house, and then her and Candace, and she... like, make up, and it's nothing. Okay, I was going to ask, could she kick Candace's ass? No, definitely okay. not. Okay, all right. Definitely not. All right. Um, actually, that Montana season, there's a lot of really good moments. There's, like, a good Jeremiah-Gus fight. There's a lot of Gus crying. Noted. Yeah uh gus is also i would say one of the most hated people on mtv really yeah he's like the only one i even kind of know what they're up to at this point yeah and honestly for a lot of the things that went down with gus and like why people don't like him i was actually on his side for a lot of it like him and Jeremiah lived together, for example, between seasons two and three, and they ended mm-hmm. up having like a huge falling out and clearly way more happened than either of them ever talked about. But Gus claims that Jeremiah's brother stole his car and ended up crashing it and then like refused to apologize or pay him back or anything. Anyways, so all of that went down and then everyone just kind of took 
and then stuff went down with him and Nilsa. Like she has a baby by another Gus. It's like a whole thing. Yeah. And um, all this stuff went down, but everyone ended up taking Jeremiah's side. And there was a moment where Gus was like, we had like our own issues and like nobody saw what that was like. And like, I don't know, I've just been in his shoes before because I lived with somebody before and they were awful to me. And like a lot of things went down in private that nobody knew about. And when I saw people like siding with her and stuff, it would like drive me crazy because it's like, no, like I'm the one that's trying to act like a certain way in public by like not talking about it. You know what I mean? Like I I just relate it to him. No, he, uh, he seems like there's a lot underneath. Do you know if he, so he says here that he is now good with both of his parents and he doesn't want to make them seem like, you know, they're the worst people on the planet or anything. Do you know if to the day he has a relationship with his parents or do they ever try to like tweet a la Randy Huska or? I don't know where his parents are. His mom is in the first season. Um, There's an episode in the first season where almost all the parents come to the house. All every pair, everyone's parents come except for Jeremiah's. But Gus's mom comes to the house, so we actually get to see her. Um, And like I said, we meet his siblings. But besides that, I have no idea where his parents are. Uh, Gus is getting married in like next month or the month after. Like very soon he's getting married. So we'll see if he posts his wedding to social media, if they're going to be there. I don't know if the wedding even happens. He's marrying like a 21-year-old. I remember you saying that. What the fuck? Yeah. Does he post about being a father? Like, does he seem like he likes that kind of life? Or, um, well, they don't have a kid, but he. Oh, I thought she was pregnant for some reason. No. No. Okay, just Nilsa and Candace. Okay. Yeah. 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 I don't know where I got that from. Sorry. Um, but she just had her bachelorette party the other day. So. What theme was it? Uh. I think she was in Nashville, like cowboy theme. Of course she was. Of Which course. is what Nilsa okay. did. Of course. <laughs> is Nilsa married? Did they get yeah, married? Yeah, yeah, Nilsa's married to Gus 2.0. All right. And Nilsa was like all pissed that the show got canceled because MTV apparently filmed her wedding. So she thought that was going to be like the <gasps> next season. Oh, no. And they probably aren't going to do, like, a Nilsa is getting married special. See, I wish they would, though. Like, I think that everyone was at the wedding except for Gus. And Mm -hmm. this is where I was on Nilsa's side because I was like, I wouldn't invite somebody that I used to fuck to my wedding either. You know what I mean? Right. So, uh, but everyone was there except for him. And I feel like it would have been a nice, like, send off to the show if they did something like that. Yeah. That's a good point. Well, maybe next pandemic they'll show it. But uh, don't they do that you shit. dare. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they did that shit for CT from the challenge. I think there was someone from Teen Mom who I thought was really trying to make sure they would do that. I want to say it was Taylor, but they're not engaged either. Taylor and Corey, I mean. Oh my God, did you see his boxing thing? Yeah, I sent you the clip of like right, the right, right, right. meet up before the thing. Right. But I didn't see the actual video of the of it happening. Did he get his ass kicked? So boxing is weird because there doesn't necessarily have to be a winner. So it ended in like judges don't contest something. I don't know. Oh. I don't know. 
I had to get it explained to me by man because I I think boxing is so <laughs> fucking boring. I don't understand it at all. Hey, Devon, Devoin, um, did you see that MTV just like ghosted him and he's not filming with I them did. anymore? That's so sad. Was it Brianna's doing? Was that confirmed? I don't know. I don't think so. Okay. Well, of course there was gossip and yeah, some people thought that she was responsible. I mean, I don't think that the women should be allowed to be responsible. Oh, no. I get annoyed when they would even just say, like, I don't want to film right now and, like, end a scene. I'm like, you don't get that choice. It pisses me off every time, especially for how much they're getting paid just to build these ridiculous houses, you know, these McMansions. I know. (sighs) Kale giving them the finger. Oh, I hate her. I was always rooting for her. Everyone was always rooting for her. Always. And then she We're just rooting for you. And then she turned into an F and C word because she just Yeah, she just started becoming so insufferable. She thought that she was like more famous or more I don't know. Do you listen to coffee convos? I don't listen, but I have listened. Like Same. there's probably okay. like six episodes i've listened to like i listened okay, to like exactly javi devoin chelsea um i listened when she had like larry on or like one of the producers yeah. like i listened to when she had the medium on like uh but i would never listen weekly no I'm in the exact same boat. Who the fuck is listening to it weekly? <laughs> Here's the thing, though. Like, uh, Baby Mama No Dramas. Um, I've never listened to that because, like, why would I? I don't have any kids. However, from the clips that I do see on Instagram and stuff, V seems very likable and, like, very yeah. funny. So if V did, like, a separate one about, like, I don't know, something I could relate to, I would 100% sure. listen. I'd give it a shot, you know, that's pretty much all my podcasts are recap podcasts, like, that's my jam, um, but I'd give it a chance. Yeah. I've always liked V, what's not to like? Yeah, it's for- I'd smoke weed through a gas mask with her. Oh my god, her and Joe, and just, like, sit there and get them to tell you stories about, like, Susie and Kale, and, like, times Kale and Javi got into bad fights in front of them and stuff like that. In sweatpants on a Sunday. Oh my I'm there. god. So the roommates all go out last scene. I love how when Amy's like, if I see Logan tonight, I'ma give him the Perdita special. Uh when they when they walk into no name, the owner goes, You guys can't come in here. You guys are banned. They're like, Oh shut up, whatever his name is. It's funny. No, we're not. <laughs> uh, we get a moment of Courtney like pulling Jeremiah to the side and she's like, I wouldn't have wanted anybody else to come with me. And Jeremiah's like, I'm gonna be what you need in this moment. <laughs> I don't know why I'm doing these voices. Straight out of the notebook. Yeah, straight up. So then everyone's drinking and taking shots. And that's when I said that they drink better than the Jersey Shore cast ever did. And yeah. They're taking like Three, four fingers deep shots of JMO. Maybe like, Ugh. yep. Not for me. Yeah, and they do a lot of like Irish car bombs and Vegas bombs, and well, I like those. Okay, I've never, ha- I've never. Okay, I know what an Irish car bomb is because I looked it up once for this podcast. Mm-hmm. But what is a Vegas bomb? Oh, I don't know a Vegas bomb, but I do loves me an Irish car bomb. 
every St. Paddy's Day. Uh, See, I don't like dark beer or anything like that, so I don't think I would like that. That's the only time I do drink it is in a in an Irish car bomb, and I think it's just because I really like cream bay shit, cream of some young guy. Uh, <laughs> like I like my coffee to be like the color of Nilsa's foundation. Like, and last Christmas I discovered how much I love um, white Russians, which is basically just like vodka. No, what is it? Cream and Kahlua, or cream or vodka or something and it's just you're drinking a glass of heavy cream it's disgusting but i love it so do you also like like uh uh tequila straw what's it called the sunrise no um jesus christ it's gonna drive me insane because i sold these for years as a shooter girl the the like strawberry tequila um uh it's not even tequila though it's literally just like cream strawberry liqueur but it's called like tequila something it sounds like i would i don't know what you're talking about but it sounds great oh yeah. my god this is a real thing i swear to god hang on it sounds like one of those strawberry cream lifesaver thingies that they had for a while like sign me up hell yeah tequila rose you've mm, never, no, had never had this never heard of it but i definitely would whoa okay so yeah. it's literally just like think of bailey's or like a cream liqueur like that no problem so it's okay. literally like that but it yeah it does taste like the strawberry candy thing that you would have but apparently there's mm, tequila in it but you can't taste the tequila at all so at work, up, yeah. we would have those in, like, the test tube, like, shooter trays. Yeah. And then this is the grossest thing, is that the shots that they would give us, if those didn't sell, they would put them in the fridge and get you to try to sell them the next day. So, like, for regular tequila or, like, regular Jaeger or anything like that works because it's just ice cold it's liquor it doesn't matter but for the cream ones they would get all like clumpy and gross and like old and we would like yeah. try to have to sell them like that yeah it's because it curdles that's why when you drink our Irish car bombs you have to drink them immediately I mean I'll to, like, do drop. one with you but uh that's about it and you'll like and it, prob- damn it. I'd, prob- I'd probably have to puke and rally after <sighs> I'll just drink them both on our behalf. I, I don't need you. No. <laughs> I don't need your validation. I feel like it's something I should try in a lifetime. Yeah, totally. No, there's probably... I tried to level up my drinks sometime over the summer. And, like, I tried a martini for the first time. And I was like, okay, this is just alcohol in a glass. Like, How do people just sip these, you know? That and a Manhattan was really strong to me. Like, it's definitely a sipping drink, but... Yeah, I like trying new stuff. I'll try anything once. So do you like martinis? Are you an olive person? I do like olives. I prefer... I, um, I've i done, like, martini shots before, just at my house. Like, I'll, you know, have a little olive juice with vodka, and then I'll chase it with an olive. Mm. Yeah. And I like that, but, you know, I'll have a martini if, if the mood is correct. I don't fuck with olives at all. Um, for me I'd rather just take a shot of gin because I actually like gin so that's where I stand with martinis 
I don't think I've ever had a Manhattan, though. I don't think I know what that is. It's sweeter, but it's bitter, and it's got, um, I think it has bourbon in it. So it's like, if you're drinking it, you're Don Draper. Mm, (laughs) Funny. You broke me down and got me to watch Floribama Shore. And no, it was... It was nice to see. Like I said, I thought this was a much more recent thing, and it's crazy to watch this and be like, damn, we've already had so many new shows since then. Like, this cast is already out the door. Like, Floribama Shore is over. I know. It's crazy. That's crazy to watch. But overall, you know, they seem like a good time. If I were to bump into them out in public, I don't know. I'd have a drink with them for sure. But uh, yeah, no, thanks for getting me to watch it. And as far as my podcast goes... um, I'm at the Surreality Podcast, and I cover all things VH1. We're talking, you know, Rock of Love. We're talking Celebrity Rehab. We're not quite there yet. Right now, I'm at the Originals doing Surreal Life and having a fucking blast doing it. Justine and I are going to do a special Hogan Knows Best episode soon, which I cannot wait for. Fuck yeah. good. Yeah. And we've done a really great My Big Fat American Gypsy Wedding episode with Julie from Resting Bitch Face Pod, and... All my shit's free, so go check it out. Perfect.